Have you tried the Instagram filter? What Instagram filter? There are two filters. Okay, there's one which is which is cropped to look like the hardware concept photo. So there's like a little lip piercing, and then there's the eyebrow piercings, and then there's another. Is it by big hit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it like someone made it? No, no, no. It is by big hit. Okay. And then there's another one, um, which is like the fa- front cover of the album. So it's got like the little droplets, except. Oh. and they've not mentioned this anywhere when you use the <laughs> filters the song is already inlaid oh, okay oh that's cool it's so cool except it's you're like perpetually being attacked hi we are nuna talk i'm sofia i'm zara and who was prepared for this day i like in my mind i feel like we've talked about jimin solo album pgm it's like 2018 yeah forever forever hmm. and the fact that we're actually here discussing all the tracks today look how far we've come as a society but before we get into the entire discussion of the album of the year mm-hmm. let me just say that let me just we'll call it now everybody else <laughs> <laughs> we are Nuna Talk, a podcast where we talk about K-pop, K-drama, K-culture, K-beauty, anything that you need to know. Especially if you're a Desi stan, but even if you're not, you're very welcome to listen to us. We are here on YouTube where you can watch our video version and like this video because you're watching it. You like it, duh. Subscribe for more videos like this. You can also follow us on Instagram for a lot of unrelated. but still interesting content especially giveaway coming soon we are also on every podcasting platform like spotify apple amazon and a variety of other things and i think that's enough let's just talk about jimin let's let's get into it because yeah we no have wasting thoughts. time so i think what we'll do is first we'll give our like maybe initial thoughts like mm. first thing that came to your mind where were you when this happened you know all of that <laughs> Where were you when you were attacked moment. by like crazy? Exactly, all of that, and then we'll break it down uh, with production, lyricism, themes, tracks. If you can guess what our favorite songs are gonna be, uh, let us know in the comments, and also tell us your favorite tracks. What did you think the theme was? Go- like when we got the teasers, we got "Set Me Free" part two. I think that we've done a reaction to that, which you should check out. Uh, all of that happened. So, what did you expect? Like in a brief manner, what did you think you were gonna? Not get? this. not this at all i feel like just given the fact that it was called face and the concept photos i did know it would be a lot more introspective and hmm. not nostalgia driven but like based on what i used to be type of thing and i think a hmm. lot of the other solo members work has also reflected very similar themes so hmm. that is something i did go into thinking about this but no less <laughs> yeah i think whatever jimin has talked about the album in the past two years whenever he's given interviews and stuff so he did always talk about how it's going to be a very insightful very explicit but i think a lot of people took explicit to be sexual whereas this is explicit in the sense of very raw and very like internal. it's not the other it's not not explicit <laughs> it's not explicit but it's like a broad spectrum of what explicit is it's not like kai telling you that he's going to come over and this is like jimin saying that hey this is going mm. on so i think i thematically it is what i expected what i mm. didn't expect i think the genres were something that uh, for me surprise. was completely unexpected especially set me free part 2 start with uh, production 
ऑनेस्टली इट वॉज वन ऑफ द बेस्ट प्रोड्यूस्ड एल्बम्स इन अ वेरी लॉन्ग टाइम फॉर मी एंड अ लॉट ऑफ दैट ऑफकोर्स गोज इन टू द फैक्ट दैट इट गिवज इन टू अ लॉट ऑफ माई पर्सनल इंटरेस्ट सो लाइक आई रियली लाइक यू नो इन्वेंटिव इंस्ट्रूमेंटेशन इट हैड अ लॉट ऑफ दैट आई ग्रू अप नाइनटीज आर एंड बी इट हैड अ लॉट ऑफ दैट आई लव पी डॉग इट हैड अ लॉट ऑफ दैट yeah i think when they initially when they dropped the track list and we saw just p dog and ghost loop all over the uh, the credits i think that that's when i realized that this is and i think that was kind of expected where it sounded like if you look at a bts album i think this is what sounded the most like mm-hmm. a bts album in terms of production if you listen to love yourself her or mm-hmm. uh, map of the soul persona this is the closest but uh, so this felt like a bt like this could have been a bts album for me of course it isn't because it has jimin yeah so i really uh, i think in terms of production i think the genre was it's very modern it's very like uh, so it's speed dog and ghost loop if you've been keeping up with their work their schools of hip hop and r&b at this point so you see a lot of trap soul elements you see a lot of modern r&b the weekend production if for like crazy was very obvious even for set me free part 2 this was very like a kanye west kendrick lamar kind of a production so i think those inspirations were very evident but it was it did feel like a copy but like it it felt like a part of the culture and that mm. was very fascinating to me because it's never been this like this could just not be a korean album this could be from anywhere in the world and this could definitely be an american production but um yeah you're right with something like like crazy every time i do hear the snippet or like you know watch all the dance reels that have been made uh please go watch them lee hyun is clearly the cutest was so, it the lee hyun one i haven't um, seen that yet if i don't pay attention to what the vocals are it almost hmm. gives me dua lipa nostalgia hmm which which is what like the 80s thing that we can kind of brought hmm. back in the past year yeah but Let's move on to the second thing, which I think is what really sets this album apart: is Jimin's vocals and his use of the vocalization. Because I think that that is what makes all of these songs something like you've never heard before in a genre that you've heard before. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like again, well established in this entire. year of us doing this podcast i am not a vocal enthusiast it's not something i look out for it's not something i'm like is my important facet but someone like jimin who has the ability of molding his vocals the way that he has and displaying it so wonderfully all throughout face i think something like where if you look at face off and set me free part 2 have very distinctly different vocal timbers Yeah. and very different octaves that he sings at and it's like mm-hmm. it's just very and clever the flow is so different right exactly exactly and it's very very cleverly used the mm. fact that he's able to do that within one album is insane yeah it is and especially if you look at the contrast of that with something like letter or alone where it's like There's a lot of breathiness. There's a lot of delicate work with the vocals, as opposed to the very yeah. strong. And especially, I think in alone, it's very interesting. Where it's literally it's two tracks, and you can hear it. There's falsetto Jimin, and there is like deeper vocal Jimin, yeah. which are just throughout. It's done constantly. And you, I mean, obviously, we know that Jimin is a really good vocalist, and we have heard them over the years. But this 
to me when i heard this album i felt like wow he's really put in work he's really worked very hard in the past few years hmm. to um enhance his skills yeah 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 and used the spectrum and i think that also with working with a producer that has known the uh, journey of mm. your voice and knows your yeah. strengths so you know something the kind of jimin you might hear in dope this is exactly Idol. what yungi said in suchita as well <laughs> yeah that is true i was like yeah yungi i agree so you know <laughs> they will know how to use your voice better or they might have had this vision for your voice let's talk about like lyrics and theme yeah, yeah. Hmm. that's probably the hardest one to get into because so much of it is heavy metaphors not heavy necessarily but it is metaphorical a lot of it is hmm. very deep personal thoughts it honestly at some points felt a lot of like it may have been cathartic for jimin to just put these thoughts down to paper hmm. i feel like it's so hard to sit and analyze as a completely independent party about these lyrics because they just come from they feel very very personal yeah, yeah. it it feels like a diary entry almost and mm. often when you write a diary entry yourself you wouldn't give too many context clues it will be more like a emotional like you said catharsis but like this is what i'm feeling but we don't get a background around it while listening to the song but obviously jimin has talked about thematically i think he has talked about it where it was about his struggles about everything that he went through during uh, the pandemic he you know he had relationship issues friendship whatever issues and like he was drinking a lot and i think um i don't know he there was definitely it could be used as a metaphor but it was also i mean he did say that a lot of the lyrics are direct and he doesn't beat around the bush so to me it uh, felt like a lot of the songs mm. and a lot of the themes were about coping uh, obviously alcohol as one of the tools of coping mm. but a lot of it was like coping mechanisms of whatever you're going through so i think that journey of uh knowing that there's something wrong with you and kind of trying to ignore it and just like dealing with your whatever fast food way of just dealing with shit without actually acknowledging and healing and putting you know doing that and pushing it aside until a point where it's like i i'm done like it like alone kind of felt like a place of acceptance to me and set me free was just okay i'm done with this now i'm going to let all of this these thoughts and feelings and emotions go and get out of it and which is why i think letter was very interestingly placed where you can just call it a bonus or an extra track but it felt more like of a gratitude for the people who were there during this journey kind of people to stick around yeah 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 but yes well, lyrically it was hmm. very very beautiful and very lovely that he said this i don't think that necessarily profound lyrics i don't think it's like I haven't had that experience where I'm reading the lyrics and being like wow what clever use of like space that you had no I haven't mm-hmm. done that but it has definitely been very very meaningful and very ve- thought not provoking mm-hmm. but like it comes from a place of thought it's not very relatable it's honestly. not <laughs> it was very relatable to me honestly like it was a very human experience something like face off felt like you know you've been betrayed by somebody someone to call your money first of all who is scamming jimin off of his money now who is doing that <laughs> yeah and i think for me lyrically uh, alone who happened the dumpling incident is that what they've been sanitizing and te- calling it 
No, he definitely talked about it at Suchita where he was like, it's hard to have friendships and like makes sense. And then someone pulled out old like uh, interviews. Yeah, yeah, where he was, he was like, like, oh, I can't be friends with people without having yeah, so I always have to give something. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think BTS do talk about how friendships are difficult for them. But I mean, not to like minimize their, minimize their problems or friendships are hard for everyone. Everyone. It's not because you're rich, okay? It's fine. It's not just because you're rich. Yeah, like crazy for me, lyrically was the best because it was relatable, but the most relatable because it's like, yeah, everything sucks, but I kind of just want to have fun. So don't try to like save me. Gosh, my vibe. I, I feel like in terms of just lyrics and not like the actual end product or anything, I think alone really was, of course, brilliant. It's like how I cl- claimed Lonely before Indigo came yeah. out. I really also really liked Alone. I but you guys not, didn't know Zara's a former relatability. Former rude. <laughs> I was willing to like fly to New Zealand to watch my my chemical romance perform. But yeah. But yeah, no. Um alone I alone I enjoy the lyrics not because of relatability. I just thought it was I, for me, like very personally, being vulnerable is a really hard thing to do. I think it's a, again a mm. common uh, universal experience. Vulnerability is hard, and mm. for him to do that and put it on such a public platform was just something I was like shocked and amazed at. Yeah. Um, so not inspired by. Let's be clear, this is a fortress. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I really like the lyrics for alone. Okay, I'll tell you a con, which when we were discussing, like you said, the sequencing, because uh, you said Set Me Free comes out of nowhere. And for me, it made sense thematically, but like the more I listened to it, I felt not that it should be placed differently, but I thought maybe a connecting song or an interlude between them would have yeah, interlude, like not another song. Yeah, like from Alone to Set Me Free. That's too harsh a jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And But what I really liked about this is technically, if you cut out all the extra songs, remixes, English versions, whatever, it's it's a five song, it's four song, one interlude, that two album. But it does a very good job of delivering a story. Like, it's very concise. Um, something yeah. we haven't talked about in this so far is Like Crazy's MV. Oh, yeah. Let's talk. Yeah, let's get into both the MVs. I mean, we've talked about Set Me Free's MV. I think mm-hmm. that is one of our longest MV reactions ever. Please go check it out if you haven't it's already. It's a whole podcast episode. It's an entire podcast episode. And uh, let's not make like crazy like that. But still, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. I think any, like we've said, we said this before as well. Park Jimin's just high concept. That's just, that's yeah. just facts. He's very, very high concept. Every shot, every frame, every outfit was very carefully curated and thought about. And you could tell that it really yeah. came through. And it wasn't, I feel like with a lot of solo artists, especially with their first album, have this whole thing where they want to show themselves as really cool, really sexy, really something like some, some exaggerated hmm version of themselves which I mean of course Park Jimin also did that I don't know why I have to say his full name but yeah he's done crimes (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's also done that but with like crazy just the MV I think it was so it it was so real Hmm. it felt so real like that entire thing in the bathroom where he like looks at himself in the reflection and slides down like we have all all been there yeah and then the room kind of expands and you're like yeah (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, there's so much on TikTok and Twitter and YouTube where they've really broken down the MV per scene to sort of mm-hmm. just, you know, go yeah. into the metaphor. And mm-hmm. I don't want to do that because okay. I just don't. <laughs> Something about Bangtan uh, MVs has taught me just like it never means one thing. Yeah, that's true. And I think a lot of the vagueness of this album, while it is a very, uh, uh, it's a very clear story, it also gives, leaves a lot up to interpretation. But yeah, like Namjoon said in the Indigo film, where the best piece of art is something that's the most personal, and then it's the, also the most universally relatable. So I think it leaves space for interpretation, where anyone who's had a journey, personal journey towards anything, can kind of apply this to themselves but like yeah like crazy mv was very like relatable yeah and it was very well done and um mm. very here for all the representation hmm and it was very uh, it was also very cool where it kind of felt like a cyclic the cyclical nature of going yeah. down things where even alone even like crazy i think both of these songs kind of emphasize that but the fact that the fact that he is the one who has the muddy hand and he only pulls himself and he comes back and then he's like, remove it. I love but, it. Yeah, it was very well done. Hmm. I haven't okay. even seen the movie. That'd be cool. I have. I have. It's very cute and has nothing to do with anything. It's just, okay. they locked him in a room, said 16 minutes, gaane chalenge, kar lo jo karna hai. <laughs> so if you had to compare this to Indigo and Jack in the Box, what would you say is different and what is similar? Similar is, of course, the narratives. I feel like that's something that's high really... Concept. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Not just the high concept, but like the mm. narrative of the story. Like the story okay. is like started from nothing. Now we're here, you know, started from the bottom. Now we're here. And okay. what the individual journeys of all of their started from the bottom has been. I think mm-hmm. that's been very um, evident in all of their solo work so far. Mm-hmm. Um, what is different is genre. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, June sort of dabbled in it. I think just with like crazy. I mean, we talked about this earlier as well, but like the fact that the instrumentals and the background music is 80 mm. synth, but mm. he's singing. Jimin. Yeah, but Jimin's singing um, R&B. R&B, mm. but like think like, Mad by Neo, that's literally, I kept trying to think of other songs. I can't think of other songs that it reminds me of. But Mad by Neo and something like Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And you've mixed them together. And that doesn't make sense in your head. But Also, if you're born after the 2000s, you have no idea what any of this is. But go listen to these songs, they're amazing. (laughs) For me, I found it thematically very different than the other two. I feel like... uh, uh, the other two were more of a collection of thoughts and journeys whereas this felt like very concise very, a very singular thought it felt similar to mono to me where it was just like this one emotion and the entire journey of that versus like jack in the box and indigo which is like a bunch of things that went down and you kind of talked about all of them versus just one thing but i think and another thing, yeah, you're right. Just the genre was so... I, for me, I honestly expected a more pop-heavy album. Like, not gonna lie. R&B, I expected R&B, maybe something like Face Off. But I expected more pop. Some serendipity, maybe. I mean, that is closer to R&B. Mm. Yes. What is your favorite track? 
and i'm including all of it i'm including the remixes as well how, okay first of all props to whoever did the remixes they the deep house so hard. deep house remix eat they slap so hard the deep house mm. one i like is not something i have ever like house is just not a genre not i enjoy genre. but like oh if i was in if i was in america you know that i would be in west hollywood being like play that song deep house <laughs> yeah even the garage mix i think was very interesting where uh, the outro is so well of oh, it really fits the garage sound it's yeah so for me like crazy is my favorite song of off of everything because it's it's so good you keep the listenability value of that song is so high you can keep listening to it original version english version is also really good and it also i think that's a big thing where they've managed to pull off an english version that doesn't sound awkward or weird which is mm. a big feat but like crazy is my favorite song i love everything about it what about you um letter yeah it's i have heard it on repeat i've heard horrible recorded versions of it because you know mp3s weren't out immediately but mm-hmm. um, and i don't I'm, it's not because like i'm a crazy g cook shipper or anything like that what does that i mean that was a that was that played a very small part in me actually enjoying it i love mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. i love their harmonies and i love how well their voice voices do work well, together i think that's a really well done thing but mm-hmm. it was just typical jimin not to like discredit the work and evolution that he's clearly done mm-hmm. but it was just so beautiful comfort song yeah yeah mm-hmm. like you and i feel like with everything else more or less i do have to be in a certain frame of mind to be able to enjoy it with letter mm-hmm. whenever it's come on i'm like yep go yep <laughs> yeah and i think even lyrically we didn't really talk about it but it refers to so many of BT. it's refers to c which is so crazy like how is your uh, hidden track referring to the hidden track well, another, another hidden track album. yeah the reference to an pan man reference to blue mm. and gray and it is a song for fans but it is also song for the members who were there for him through his tough times so it yeah i i it was it. very sweet i think it's all the the hidden things that get come together for me mm-hmm. um to really be able to appreciate this track so that was all of jimin's face first debut album still still not congratulations really- for oh, yeah. his so proud. Uh, for for everything like he's already got us he's the first korean artist to have a spotify number 1 so i mean like gr- great job and honestly even if it mm-hmm. wasn't pulling the numbers that it did even if it was absolutely bombing and tanking the I, the fact that you're able like, to yeah. create something yeah it wouldn't like but like mm-hmm. the fact that you're able to create something put out put it out there in a year all. like he started in 2022 it's already out that it's incredible like, oh, took me 10 months boo okay and <laughs> it takes me 10 months to decide what i'm going to do with my hair next but um, no so this was all our breakdown and our very very few thoughts that we've had about this so far we had everything yeah <laughs> everything in 36 minutes let us know in the comments below if you agreed with our analysis and if you didn't tell us what was different we want to know what, what your were your favorite songs yeah. <laughs> yeah in this we include the deep house and garage mix and the and letter we're here for it and mm-hmm. are we should we expect more remixes i don't know what's happening i hope so i'm here for it like i'm down for a slow jam remix remember to like this video and subscribe to us for more such videos we will be back next week with a brand new episode in the meanwhile remember to remember to go to our instagram account at nuna talk exactly like it sounds for a giveaway around this entire like 
Jivan, come on, like go check it out. We will be okay, back next week. Face. I was Sarah. I was Sophia. Bye. <laughs>